If you have spent any time on Instagram in the last couple of weeks, then undoubtedly you've come across the news that Instagram is changing again. I know it sounds scary and frustrating, but changes are a natural part of the evolution of any social media app, and while it might seem overwhelming at first, they will eventually feel second nature, I promise. For example, remember when Instagram stories were introduced? Creators and businesses felt uncertain about the change, but now stories are the most popular feature of the app. The point is, you don't need to feel overwhelmed or intimidated because we're going to walk through all the major changes coming to Instagram and the Instagram algorithms as announced by the head of Instagram himself, Adam Masseri, and how these changes can actually help you grow. That's right, help you grow. I think a mistake that a lot of creators or business owners often make is feeling like the Instagram algorithm is out to get you. It's okay. You can admit it if you felt that way in the past. I think we've all sort of had those feelings at least once or twice on our Instagram journey. Like you've just finally figured out how to increase your engagement and have seen some results from your current strategy. And then all of a sudden, boom, you hear about changes coming to the platform again. I know it can be frustrating and it feels like Instagram is trying to make it difficult for you to grow. But here's the thing that you need to know about Instagram and the algorithms that they create for their platform. The algorithm wants your content to be seen by lots of people. I know, kind of a mindset shift, right? The algorithm wants your content to be seen by people. Instagram would love if your content was highly engaging, entertaining, and that your followers would keep their eyes glued to their screen whenever they see a post from you. Because Instagram and its many algorithms goal is simple, keep users on Instagram especially in the current landscape where Instagram is losing users by the thousands to TikTok, Instagram is making these changes in order to keep people there longer. And they ultimately do that by showing people the content that they want to see. Instagram shows us as users the content that it thinks we will spend the most time on. All of this is to say, if you can figure out what your audience wants to see, and you can deliver that consistently in a format that's engaging and eye-catching, your content will perform well. A lot of creators make the mistake of getting stuck in a rut, posting the same old content they've always made, and then feeling frustrated that the algorithm isn't working for them. The best thing you can do for your Instagram strategy is to put yourself in the position of your ideal followers and create what they would want to see. It really is an exercise in empathy with your target audience or your community. Think about what they would want to engage with, what's going to stop them from scrolling, and what they would actually want to consume while they're spending time on Instagram throughout their day. Then, secondarily to that, you want to make sure that you stay aware of the changing priorities of Instagram so that you can make sure that the format that you make that content in, that content that is valuable and engaging to your audience, that you make it in a format that jives with Instagram's current goals as a platform because their goals ultimately are changing based on what they see users engaging with most. So, You can take the hint from Instagram. If Instagram is pushing reels because reels are driving a lot of engagement, then it probably means that you should try out reels too because most likely they will perform well for you too. We're going to get more into the details of exactly what Instagram's goals are as a platform right now, what kind of content they're pushing, and where we're going to see things change in the coming months. 
later on in the episode, but this is the basic principle. Think about who your audience is, what they want to see, and then ask yourself, how can I create that content in a format that's going to work well with what Instagram is saying is working well on their platform right now, what kind of content they're prioritizing. So I'm hoping that you found that somewhat encouraging. The algorithm wants your content to succeed. Instagram would love it if your content kept people on their platform instead of going over to TikTok, because it would mean more users spending more time on Instagram, which means they can sell more advertising space, which is how they make money. So with all of that being said, let's talk about what these changes actually are that are coming to Instagram over the second half of 2021. Stay tuned. Don't press that pause button and we'll get into it right after the intro. Welcome to the Creator Club podcast produced by Creatorly Media. I'm your host, Katie Steckley. I'm a side hustle YouTuber turned six-figure CEO that's obsessed with social media, making content, and building communities. Here on the Creator Club podcast, we dive deep into the social media and content creation strategies that are important to you as a creator. Whether you want to grow on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, or with a podcast, we've got advice for you. So stay tuned for my workshop style solo shows and the occasional expert interview. Oh, and by the way, this club is open to everyone. Whether you have one or 1 million followers, there's a seat for you at the table. So let's get into it. dive in to the episode, I have to give a massive shout out to the reviewer of the week. This week's review is titled great advice for all types of content creators. And it was written by Vanessa from at best day of the week underscore on Instagram. Vanessa writes, I started listening to Katie's podcast last week and have already binged just about every episode. I love just how specific the episode topics are and each episode is easy to follow and gives actionable advice. Even if the episode topic is something you feel you're already proficient in, it's really comforting to hear Katie confirm you're on the right track. Excited for more. Thank you so much, Vanessa. I really, really appreciate your kind review. If you who are listening would like to have your review read on the show, then please hop over to the Apple podcast app, go ahead and give creator club a five-star rating. If you don't mind and leave a review, it really, really means the world to me. The podcast has truly been growing so much over this year. And I'm really excited to say that we are just now in July creeping up on my goal for monthly downloads for the show at the beginning of 2021, I set a goal that I wanted Creator Club to be getting 10,000 monthly downloads and also to start having sponsors on the show. And we are so close to reaching those goals. So I just want to say a massive thank you to everybody who's been a part of the Creator Club this whole time. This podcast is something that I really am excited about and I feel super passionate about. And with your reviews and your support, it means that I can dedicate more of my time and my team's time to making this show the best that it can be. It really is my goal for Creator Club to be your resource for all things social media marketing and content creation so that we can keep you up to date on when Instagram is changing, how to grow on TikTok, how to start your own podcast, and how to use this all to grow your business. And really, you listening and downloading every week and leaving reviews is what 
makes it possible for me to do this. So thank you so much, Vanessa, again, and thank you to everyone who has listened and supported so far this year. If you want to drop a review on Apple Podcasts, I would really appreciate it, and I might just read it out on the show next week. All right, with that being said, let's get into it. Even though head of Instagram Adam Masseri's IGTV announcing the changes coming to Instagram was pretty short, just a couple minutes, really, there was actually quite a lot of interesting info packed in there for us to go through today. In my opinion, there are really four main takeaways that we need to go over, which summarize all of the main changes that he was kind of alluding to in that announcement. So let's start with the boldest statement of them all, which has really been making headlines these past couple weeks, which is Instagram is no longer just a photo sharing app. To me, if we're being real, it's fairly obvious that Masseri made this statement because he knew it would be the perfect soundbite to make headlines and also get people intrigued, nervous, maybe even a bit defensive. The reality of social media in 2021 is that you need to say something a bit controversial if you want to get any attention at all. And in my opinion, this was the perfect level of controversial and at the same time, non-committal. It got Adam Masseri's video lots of attention, but it's also not really saying that much. And I find it really interesting because this has been the main talking point that a lot of educators and gurus have been bringing up in their content about this announcement, when in reality, it's not really that different. Here's my true opinion. This is nothing new. Over the past couple of years, Instagram has clearly been working way more on video features for the app than photo features. They've developed stories, IGTV, added new features to lives, and of course, created the whole Reels platform. When was the last time Instagram made a functional update that related solely to photo sharing? Probably when they changed things so you could post 4x5 and 16x9 images, like when they expanded us beyond just the square, and that was years ago. So anyone who's been using Instagram for the past couple of years could have told you that it's no longer just a photo sharing app. We have so many different functions now, including video, including even text function like guides. But this is Instagram's official statement that this is their intention. And I'm just saying, yes, it's true. It's pretty clear that it's no longer a photo sharing app, but we really didn't need to hear this announcement from the head of Instagram to know that. It's been pretty obvious for a while that that's the direction that they're headed. If you're a photographer or a creator whose primary mode of creation has been still images, then I'll admit this might sound a bit scary to you. I can understand why some people are a little bit nervous about these changes, but don't let it intimidate you. In my opinion, Instagram is still going to be the number one place online to share any kind of visual content, including photos, but this is definitely a sign that it might be time to start experimenting, trying out new forms of content, and seeing what works well for your audience. Carousels can be a huge part of this, especially for photographers. Instead of just posting a single still image from a client shoot, consider grabbing some behind the scenes footage from your phone during the shoot, maybe showing how you pose your clients or the funny jokes that you tell them to get them to crack up on camera and get those really beautiful natural laughing photos. Sharing a clip of that kind of thing as part of a carousel with your image 
is a really good way to keep your feed looking on brand while still taking advantage of how well video does on Instagram right now. Another consideration for photographers that you could try is to do a screen recording time lapse of your editing process. So make a carousel where the first image is that portfolio image from a client shoot and then the next part of the carousel could be a time lapse that shows you in Lightroom working your magic. Or if you don't really want to show the step-by-step and pull the curtain back that much, you could make a little slider animation that reveals the before and after of your editing. So the first part of the carousel, again, is that client image. And then the second one is a video that slides back and forth between the edited and unedited image. These are also engaging video pieces that can increase the time that your followers spend looking at your content, which is going to be huge in increasing your reach. Because again, to bring it back to what I was saying in the intro, Instagram cares about keeping people on their platform. So if you can create content that keeps people in the app longer than they normally would, Instagram is going to show that content to more people because it is working towards their goals. The point of these examples is this, maybe you're not a photographer, maybe you are, but no matter what niche you're in, you can find ways to incorporate movement and video into your content, whether it's a behind the scenes clip of a photo shoot, or even just a cute animation on your graphic carousel. There are really fun and creative ways to make sure that you're not just sharing static images all the time. Note that I said all the time, this doesn't mean that you can never share a static image. I think that's fine. It's not going to like penalize you in the algorithm or something. It just means that you should no longer focus entirely on static images. That shouldn't be your only form of content, especially when there are so many creative ways that you can expand beyond that and still remain inside your same niche and providing the same value you always have. So that was the first main takeaway from a series IGTV, and it's definitely one that I think has gone the furthest in the social media educator and like Instagram guru space, kind of like I was saying, but don't let that scare you or discourage you. There's a lot of people right now that are making posts kind of blowing this out of proportion because they know that it will get them more engagement because like I said, that's kind of the nature of social media, but just remember This is nothing new. Instagram's been moving in this direction for a while. Don't let this new announcement discourage you. Instead, let it inspire you to try out new forms of content and connect with your audience in new ways. The next major change coming to the Instagram platform is the prioritization of video. Now, it was probably obvious that this is the case from my previous point about no longer being a photo sharing app. If they're not so focused on photos, then videos is the obvious next step. However, in his announcement, Masseri gave even more context to why Instagram is so focused on video. Here is just the cold hard truth about online video. It's just simply the most engaging type of content. Maybe because it feels the most similar to real life, or maybe it's just all of our shrinking attention spans. Either way, we can see across pretty much every social platform right now, with the kind of unique exception of Twitter, which is very text-based, that video content is the best way to increase your reach and grow. Whether we're talking TikTok, YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, video is what's really making an impact. Instagram is obviously aware of this and wants to take advantage of the power of online video as well. We've already seen this in their creation and promotion of the new Reels feature. 
My prediction is that we may even see more new video related features in the coming months. In the announcement, Masseri mentioned TikTok and YouTube by name, and I think for many of us, the mention of TikTok was not surprising at all, considering how transparently Instagram ripped off reels from TikTok. That's been pretty clear from the beginning. However, what I'm personally curious about is Instagram's view of YouTube and how they see them as a competitor and what they might do to try to steal some attention back from YouTube. In my opinion, and I think others as well. This is commentary from the time. IGTV was Instagram's shot at creating a YouTube competitor. That's definitely how they build it when they released it back in 2018. However, I don't think that it really turned out how they were expecting or hoping for. When IGTV was first released, Instagram launched a whole separate app for that section of the platform. If you remember that back in the day when they released the IGTV app and then there was the IGTV button in the top right hand corner of the homepage, you could tell that they were really expecting this to be a big deal. They were really trying to push users towards it, but usership just did not come through as expected. And within less than a year, Instagram was pulling back on some of these changes. They removed the IGTV button from the homepage and soon enough, they discontinued the IGTV app. And now IGTV is kind of just a long form video hosting feature. That's another tab on your profile and a way that you can upload something longer than a minute. Definitely different than what they were first intending with it. Now, there are a lot of reasons why this happened, and I don't pretend to know them all. I can only analyze from the outside. Instagram stays pretty tight-lipped about this sort of thing. It's pretty valuable um, competitive knowledge. But my personal view is that so far in the industry in general, no app has really been able to make long-form, mobile-first, vertical video happen. They just cannot make fetch happen. Stop trying to make fetch happen. We see so many platforms having success with the vertical format of video that is three minutes or less. TikTok being the prime example, but Instagram Reels as well, Instagram Stories and Snapchat. We see that vertical short form video works. But between platforms like Quibi, Rest in Peace, and IGTV as well, there is certainly not a long lineup of successes when it comes to longer form vertical videos. Now, a few years ago, I think people in the video creation world would have said, who wants to watch vertical videos at all? You know, there's the concept that our natural vision is kind of in widescreen. We sort of see in 16 by 9. We don't see in a vertical format. But obviously, vertical videos have prevailed in short form on social media. And years ago, there would have been a lot of doubt about the potential success of a platform even like TikTok, and that's obviously been proven to be an effective model. So I'm not going to say that long-form vertical video is totally impossible, because I probably would be proven wrong in a few years, but it does seem to be up against a major challenge, because all these different platforms that try it out have not been successful. My opinion, the challenge that they're coming across is people just don't seem to enjoy consuming content in that way. When content is vertical, we expect it to be shorter, interactive. We want to swipe past it if it's not interesting. It's something that we pick up for a couple minutes, put down. We want to be able to consume it in our breaks while we're waiting in line at the grocery store. 
Most of us, though, will not sit down for 20 minutes and watch a vertical video in the same way that we will sit down and watch a 20-minute horizontal YouTube video. It's just a fundamentally different experience from the TV watching mode that we experience on YouTube or Netflix or whatever. The vertical format just doesn't seem to be compatible with that so far. The point of this tangent is, I know that's a much bigger conversation than just the updates coming to Instagram, but I think it's relevant because I'm just going to be really curious to see if Instagram experiments with more longer form video features, since they obviously see YouTube as a competitor. Uh, Mossery made that pretty clear in his video, which I thought was interesting. And it's for good reason, because YouTube is awesome at keeping people watching for a long time. Some people will sit down and watch an hour long YouTube video and then watch another hour long YouTube video after that. That's an incredible incredible time span in the online world. So I think that Instagram might be experimenting with what sort of other surfaces or different features they can create in their app to compete with YouTube. And I will be very curious to see how that turns out and how people interact with it or don't. While we wait to see what Instagram comes up with in terms of new video features, in the meantime, it's clear that in order to get the reach and engagement that you're looking for, utilizing Instagram's current video features is the way to go. This episode of Creator Club is brought to you by The Perfect Post. Tell me if you can relate. Have you ever been sitting, staring at your phone screen, knowing you need to post something on Instagram but have no idea where to start? Maybe it's been a few weeks. You feel like your followers are wondering where you are or worse, you're worried they actually haven't missed you. You want to post, but you also want to do it right. Make high quality content and provide value to your followers. If you've ever been stuck in this analysis paralysis when it comes to Instagram content creation, then the perfect post is for you. The perfect post is a free you heard that right, free email course dedicated to breaking down all the aspects of a good Instagram post that will serve your audience and help you increase your reach to grow your audience. This week-long free course will deliver short and tangible lessons about everything from improving your iPhone photography to researching the best hashtags. Sign up today and start getting this amazing info for free delivered straight to your inbox at creatorlymedia.com perfect. Again, sign up for The Perfect Post, our free Instagram email course at creatorlymedia.com slash perfect. Another interesting takeaway from Mossery's announcement was his emphasis on entertainment. He said in a survey of Instagram users about what brings them to the app, the majority of people said they were looking for entertainment. This concept ties into something I've been thinking about more broadly in terms of social media marketing and the most effective strategies. I read somewhere recently and I wish I could remember where I heard it. It could have been in a YouTube video, but the person said that when it comes to social media, even if you are teaching something or providing information, value, whatever you want to call it, if you are not also entertaining your viewer, they will not keep consuming your content. When it comes down to it, we go to work to do work, we go to school or do online courses to learn, and if we are passively consuming social media content, then chances are we are doing it in our downtime because we want to be entertained. I think this is going to be a big shift for a lot of creators and business owners that are typically really focused on educating or using their content to promote their products or services. But overall, I see this fitting in with a larger trend that's been happening in the marketing landscape for several years, which is this. 
No matter what kind of business you are, you're going to be a media company in addition to whatever you actually provide. You can see countless examples of this among some of the most successful digital brands right now. ConvertKit is an email marketing software that many business owners and creators will be aware of, but they also produce a digital magazine called Tradecraft. Later is a social media scheduling platform. If you've listened to this show at all, you know how much I love it, but they have a super active blog that's publishing new articles almost daily. And on top of that, a YouTube channel, a TikTok, and an Instagram where they create new content all the time. Away is a luggage company that produces an online travel magazine called Here Magazine. This is content marketing taken to its natural end point. And I think this is the approach that is going to be most successful in the coming months and years on Instagram. Now, I know this might sound a bit abstract. So bringing it back to a practical sense, how are you going to change your strategy to account for this shift towards focusing on entertaining users. My suggestion is to start thinking about your content marketing for your business as if it was an online magazine. Ultimately, the point of a magazine, whether they might inform or educate you through their articles, is to entertain you. So when you start thinking about your online presence as if you were Refinery29 or BuzzFeed, you'll start to see more engagement because you're making content for the sake of connecting with an audience and entertaining them rather than trying to sell to them. Of course, it's important that you also do include a certain amount of promotional content so that you do make sales and convert leads into customers. I don't want you to get too caught up in just content creation because you obviously need to put food on the table somehow, but your primary approach should be about entertaining and community building. Finally, the last piece that Mossery left us with during his IGTV announcement was that Instagram would soon be experimenting with a recommendations-based feed, meaning that not everything you see in your main feed is going to necessarily be from people that you follow. I think this is fascinating and honestly a much-needed update to the main Instagram feed, and I know that might be a controversial take because a lot of people are concerned about this and want to be able to see content from who they follow and they're worried about their content getting to their followers, but let me just pitch this to you. Since stories were introduced, users have been checking their feed less and less, opting instead for browsing stories and more recently, reels. In my opinion, it's due time that Instagram looks at revamping the feed and finding new ways to make it interesting and engaging again. All we know now is that this might include recommendation. That's really all Adam Mossery said in the IGTV, which means that the algorithm would be showing you content that you might be interested in and not just content from people that you follow. This is actually a really exciting opportunity for smaller accounts because it means that the reach of your feed posts will not be limited by the number of followers you have. This could actually open up a whole new avenue for discoverability like Reels has. Really, I think Instagram is going to be modeling their feed based on what they've seen TikTok do because TikTok has had so much success in getting people addicted to their app and checking back all the time because you know that your For You page is going to be tailored to you perfectly. You know you're going to find good content there and you actually don't even need to be following a lot of different people for the algorithm to find this content for you. So it's really low barrier to entry. And I think Instagram has seen how effective that has been. And so they're going to be trying to figure out how they can incorporate a similar approach in their feed. And in my opinion, it's really going to come down to what kind of 
AI or machine learning algorithm technology they can build because that's really where TikTok has a competitive edge. Especially since hashtags have decreased in their efficacy in terms of increasing reach. I'm sure this is something that we've all seen. Having a new system in the feed algorithm to recommend new content is exciting. I look forward to seeing what Instagram introduces and how it might change the way we approach content creation and how you might be able to use it to your advantage to grow, especially when you're first starting out. Definitely stay tuned to the Creator Club podcast for updates on how we see the algorithm change and how we can take advantage of that to keep your account growing. I'd be really curious to hear from you all how you feel about these new changes coming to Instagram, whether you're excited. Hopefully this episode has helped you feel a little less nervous about it. If you were, go ahead and head over to the Creatorly Media Instagram account and let us know. There's a carousel post over there all about these changes and I'd be really curious to hear from you there in the comments. So let me know how you're feeling about it and if you have any questions that we can answer to help you feel more confident about continuing to grow on Instagram with these new changes. Thanks so much for listening to the Creator Club podcast. This show is produced by Creatorly Media, a social media and content marketing agency by creators for creators. If you want professional help growing your social media platforms or creating your content, come visit us at creatorlymedia.com or at creatorlymedia on Instagram. If you've listened this far into the episode, we want to know who you are. Seriously, thank you so much for listening. Screenshot your podcast app and share it to your Instagram story, tagging at Creatorly Media or at Katie Steckley so that we can chat. Again, thanks for listening and remember to keep on creating. We'll catch you next time.